0: everybody.
1: Yay! Um, quick show fans. Who has any idea what's happening right now? Woo! Okay, five or six people in the room. Awesome. Um, uh, this is a podcast where I, I sit and I talk to my friends about emotions and other stuff. And um, this is a live one. I did one of these before with as a concert, and I'm gonna do one right now. It's gonna be like a variety show tonight. I've Got some really righteous people. Jensen McRae's in the house. Yeah! She's going to do some fucking slam poems for us, which is going to be rad as fuck. We got Kamita's Interrupt Us in the house. They're going to do some uh, improv comedy for us. Oh, thank you, Julian. We got Julian in the house. He's going to put his body on that microphone stand for a second. Um, I want to start by singing the theme song to my podcast, and I want to teach it to you guys. It goes, Happy sad talk thing. Happy sad talk thing. So that happens twice, and then it goes... I don't know anything, I'm just happy and sad and stuff. Some of you know it, this is so heartwarming. Here we go, guys. Fucking wait, you guys. Wait one goddamn second. It's called an intro. Ever heard of it? I go to music school. Here we go. Happy, sad, talk thing. Happy, sad, dark thing. Happy, sad, talk thing. Happy sad talking. I don't know anything. I'm just happy and sad and stuff. Yay! Yeah! There's so many confused faces, and I love it so much. Woo! Oh man! All right, welcome. Um, yeah, my name is Mackin. Um, I'm a guy. I'm a person who I, I've met a couple of you here uh, for the first time. Um, I'm going to just read from the Bible real quick. Um, Okay, so check it out. Here we go. The conversion of Saul from the King James Version of the Bible. Uh, Meanwhile, Saul was still breathing threats to slaughter the Lord's disciples. He went to the high priest and asked for letters addressed to the synagogues in Damascus that would authorize him to arrest and take Jerusalem any followers of the way, men or women, that he find pausing. So Saul hates Christian people and says, I want to throw rocks at their faces. I hate Christians. Um, Boo. Boo, you guys. Boo, Saul. We don't like you. Um, This is a cult, everyone, and now you're in my cult. Thanks for coming. It happened that while he was traveling to Damascus and approaching the city, suddenly a light from heaven shone all around him. He fell to the ground and then heard a voice saying, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Who could this be, guys, but our good friend Jesus from earlier in the Bible. Hooray, Jesus! Saul, why are you persecuting me? Who are you, Lord? Says Saul. Interesting that he calls him by his name, Lord, and then asks him who he is. He says, who are you, God? Interesting, Saul. He asked, and the answer came, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. Get up and go into the city, and you will be told what you are to do. The men traveling with Saul stood there speechless, for for though they heard the voice, they could see no one. Saul got up from the ground, but when he opened his eyes, he could see nothing at all and they had led him into Damascus by hand. So he goes blind, apparently. I'm reading this for the first time. Um, <laughs> I've, I've heard a lot about this story. Um, for three days, he was without sight. He went blind for three days, and no one else saw Jesus. So Saul looks fucking crazy to his friends right now. There was a disciple in Damascus. They're called An- Anani- Ananias. Anyone? Anus. <laughs> the disciple of Ananias, and he had a vision in which the Lord said to him, Ananias, which he replied, here I am the Lord. <laughs> the Lord said, get up and go to Straight Street. <laughs> it's capitalized. I hope this is like a fun bar in Damascus that people go to called, called Straight Street. Because <laughs> if you could be Christian back then, you definitely couldn't be gay. Like, there are, there are clearly strict rules at this time. And at the house of Judas for someone called Saul, who comes from Tarsus, basically Jesus is like, go get this asshole Saul. And, yeah, he's still saw at this point. He does a switch in a little bit. Um, there's sweat in my eye. Jesus fucking Christ. I can't read the Bible, you guys. I'm going blind. Maybe this is the Lord coming over me, just like our friend Saul. I'm going to close one eye and read the rest of this. But in response, Anus said, Lord, I have heard from many people about this man and all the harm he has doing to your holy people in Jerusalem. Basically, I'm going to summarize for sake of time. Um, Saul, you want me to go get Saul? Says Anus. This guy's an asshole. No pun intended. And the Lord says, go, this guy, he's really cool. And then Anus goes and gets him. <laughs> and then he lays his hands on Saul and says, Saul, I have been sent by Jesus who appeared to you on the way so that you can cannot have, uh, be blind anymore. And then he becomes not blind? This is strange. This is not how this story went, as I thought. So Jesus makes him blind for three days as punishment. And then makes him not blind. Basically, I wanted to tell that story because Saul goes from being a guy who like hates everyone and wants to throw rocks at them and kill them. And then Jesus is like, what's up? I'm Jesus. And then he's like, I love you so much. I'm going to stop throwing rocks at people who love you. And I'm going to love you. And that's pretty cool. And there are two ways to interpret this story as told by Duncan Trussell on his other podcast, which is a great podcast. And that's that like, oh, we should wait for some holy inspiration in our lives to stop being such assholes to everybody. Which is cool, but like, when is that gonna happen? Probably never. Or, maybe Saul just was like thinking real hard in those three days of blindness, like, I just stop being such a fucking asshole. And that we can do this at any time in our lives, even when we're sweating like a jerk in front of all our friends. So, let us start the evening, friends. (laughs) I'd like to bring to the stage the first guest of the evening, Jensen McRae.
2: Neither one. I'll do this one. Jen, this Jensen, how are you doing? I'm doing just grand. It's been quite a week.
1: It's been quite a week. It's
2: true, it has. Oh, this is the thing.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm just the hottest person right now.
2: All right. Ooh, well, I'm feeling temperate for glad. both of us.
1: <laughs> I wish that that's how my sweat glands felt as well. Why was your week such a bummer?
2: It was just, you know, school's crazy. Got a lot of work to do. My fellow sophomore pop majors can attest. It's been wild. And you know, just like life sometimes just catches up to you. But it's Friday now, which means we can start anew very soon. This weekend we can rejoice, chemically or not, and (laughs) (laughs) just have a good time. And then Monday's new, a new week.
1: This is true. Um, Yeah. How long have you been doing slam poems?
2: I started doing, well, I started writing poetry when I was a wee child, but I started doing slam poetry my junior year of high school when they started a team. And I tried out for it, and I got on, which was really exciting. And that was when I started getting into the world of slam poetry. Started watching it online, writing it myself. And now I've written many a slam poem and competed in some competitions, which was cool.
1: Fuck yeah. Awesome. You're going to read two?
2: I'm going to read two. A silly one and a sad one.
1: Sweet. Snaps, everybody.
2: All right. So I'm going to start with the sad one, I guess, just so we, we start low and high. And this one is called a conversation. I actually wrote it last night. Like I started it a while ago, but like I really like committed to writing it last night. Um, and I don't know if I'm thrilled with the title or not, but that is what it's called for right now. And I'm sorry if it's like really sad, but this is I'm show, I'm trying to show you like the gamut of slam poetry. I feel like I have a duty to educate, and that's what I'm doing is I'm educating you on all the things slam poetry can be. It's called a conversation. Also, oh wait, before I start, I just got got into it, and then I was like, okay. If you hear a line that you enjoy or that resonates with you, Chase knows, you snap. Or if you hear something funny, you can laugh. If you hear something really impactful, you can go, whoa. Or like whatever, whatever sounds come out of you. Like slam poetry is not like a silent thing. It's like an engaged thing where the audience is like a part of the performance. That sounds really pretentious, but you guys get me. We're all artists here. Okay. How do you start the conversation about darkness? Where do you begin? I can feel the fingers of my throat reaching down to find that place. The hands of my heart stretching up through my larynx like bleeding petals. A landscape of blooming in my ribcage that flowers so lushly it cuts off the circulation to my lungs. My mouth fills with homesick blood. This is a creation myth I never wanted to tell. The pen has always felt too heavy against my palms, even when they are pressed together to pray. I am the courier of the blackest tale in literature. You cannot know what the inside of a casket feels like until you become one. I am doomed to report on the scent of wood, how the house of my body still smells like polished decay, how the girl who lives inside is banging on the walls with this pine box. To live with this sadness is to be buried alive. I tell people that I am a bad liar to shield them from the truth, that this whole thing is my tour de force performance, that my voice is performance art. If I have learned anything from abandonment, it's that the people who stay look exactly the same as those who are just passing through. I have kept the secret of my imagined demise from the people who pretend to love me most. Do the strangers who see me on the street know they're watching a ghost in reverse? Does the weightlessness of not knowing offer them some special vantage point into my darkest inventions? The worst part of the anguish is that I can taste sunlight like it was yesterday. Some historians are still looking for the hanging gardens of Babylon because there is a chance they exist. I am still looking for happiness because there is a chance it's out there somewhere. It is the only wonder of the world that has no address, the only marvel I can never visit. Sometimes I think I'm holding it in my hands only to realize that I've crushed something else between my fingers, disfiguring it into a facsimile of the real deal. Wonder is a funny thing. The Golden Gate Bridge has been declared one of the wonders of the modern world. In 2014, the city of San Francisco commissioned the construction of a net to catch people who cannot help but jump. All those who have leapt from that feat of engineering are strangers to me. I still mourn them every day. The tears I cry for the fallen water the flowers in my chest cavity. On sunny days, I drive to cemeteries and listen for fists against timber. And that's that first one. So that was a sad poem. (laughs) And then this one's... Funny, and it's called "Why I'm Still a Virgin," which is a funny title that I want you guys to laugh with me at. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Okay, so yeah, this one pretty self-explanatory, kind of in list form. Um, yeah, so gonna shift gears a little bit here. That is the title: "Why I'm Still a Virgin," because I don't want to disappoint my father, because I don't know how to talk about it with my mother, because Jesus. Because in high school, I wanted to rid myself of my virginity like a pimple or a bad haircut, but... Nobody was buying this thing that I was selling as burden. Maybe it was the 20 extra pounds I carried around my hips or the split ends or the glasses or the skin a few dozen shades darker than the other girls, but something kept the boys away like repellent spray to mosquitoes because in college, the only boys that offer are drunk or stoned or a little bit of both trying to prove something to their brothers or trying to prove something to me. And for me, sex isn't about proving anything to anyone because I've seen porn and it looks scary, because I've seen porn and it looks fun, and I'm no fun at parties. Because I've heard horror stories of teenage boys with stupid fingers, of bedsheets painted Rorschach with blood of girls changing their minds halfway through the act and having their protests fall on death, charges drop, three months of a piss-poor sentence ears, because screw being a virgin, because I am trying to reclaim a word that treats waiting girls like horses that just haven't been broken yet. Everyone loves donuts and their primary car- characteristic is a hole that never gets filled, because I just want to be afforded the same respect as a donut. <laughs> because I'm a feminist who liberated everything but her most fragile parts. Because I haven't met anyone I trust with this body I barely trust myself with. Because the only person I ever thought I'd open myself up to did not want me in his bed. Because in a world full of people telling me I'm too much feeling to handle, he told me not to change for anyone. Because even though he told me that I wasn't, he wasn't coming back, I waited way too long to close the door behind him. Because sex seems a little bit too much like exercise. Because <laughs> screw the word still. Last time I checked, I've got a whole lifetime ahead of me to make the right decisions with the wrong people. Because I'm too embarrassed to buy condoms. Because none of my underwear matches. Because I'm just not ready. Because, because, screw the word why. It's none of your goddamn business. <laughs> <laughs> and that was my poem. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Virginity and Jesus!
1: Virginity and Jesus! Virginity and Jesus! Oh man, thanks for bearing your humanity to us, Jensen McRae. That was really sweet. Oh man, wacky times in the world. I know all of you, um, and I hope you guys are all doing okay. Something I've been thinking a lot about recently is that trees are really nice, and they are our friends. Right? No matter what kind of. Is this something? <laughs> They're all virgins. Oh, man. This is just seeming more and more like a cult as we proceed into the evening. But, um, is this not something... Is this something that I was late to the party on, that trees are really great, and is not something I need to convince you all of? Because if so, I'll just <laughs> just shut up right now. Everybody already likes trees. Okay. It's cool. No, fuck trees. Fuck trees. Oh, well, well, friends, let me tell you why trees are so great. Right, there you go. I don't know. It's just something I've been thinking a lot about lately, like... <laughs> fucking... This guy hates trees over here. Um, well, this last week I had like a really had a couple really dope days. You know, the days go by where the girl you have a crush on's like, "Hey there," and you're like, "Me?" And then like, it's a great day. And then you go home and you and you wake up and you have a cup of coffee and you got some dishes to do and there's a really nice tree outside your window. And then you get a call that someone that you love very much um, is going through like a really hard time. Like my sister is uh, going through some hard times. She's she's gonna be fine, but it's like a long thing. But anyways, you go to bed, you wake up. You have a cup of coffee, and there's a really nice tree outside, and it's like the same shit. And then you hang out with your sweet friends, you talk about the Lord, and you read some poetry. You go to bed, you wake up, you got some dishes to do. There's a really nice tree outside. Anyways, those are my thoughts on trees. They're always there for you. They're your friends. And uh, I was inspired to bear my humanity, because Jensen McRae is a fucking badass. Anyways, friends, um, we got some comedy for you guys coming up. Um, Comedis interrupted this year. Um, Chase, and uh, will you come come to the stage for a hot sack, my friend?
3: Hey, oh, it's me, Chase. Chase Rosenberg.
1: Um, Anyways, I just wanted to bring you up because I heard that you do a good impression of me singing.
3: I'd like to bring Chico up.
1: Let's bring Chico up. Here you go, Chico. Hi, I'm Chico.
3: Hey guys, um, it's Chico and Chase from Committee Interruptus. How are you guys? The premier short form I'm improv troupe in the University of Southern California. I'm good though, yeah.
1: Yeah. Any thoughts on anything so far? No, nah, man. <laughs> cool. As
3: as a Jew, uh, <laughs> Announce that. <laughs> yeah, I don't keep going, man. I like I like looking at the Bible tongue in cheek but still with like a a, a
4: willingness to learn. I think right? that's the best way to approach the Bible. Oh it's my like,
1: gosh. I think you just summed up my entire religious perspective. No,
4: it's it's great. That that's Yeah. a great perspective that most people don't have.
1: Totally, cuz well, if you take anything too seriously, like you're just bound to have a closed mind about something, you know, mm-hmm. and just get angry. But if you have yeah. a kind of absurdist approach, you can just find a lot of levity in things that are True or whatever, but then also find truth like in places that you aren't expecting. Like for me in the past, like being a very close minded, atheistic, angry teenager, like oh, the Bible's there's no truth there, uh, huh. but only what? in Metallica Records, <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, and it's just if you look at things like, oh, what's true here, whether it's like a cartoon or the Quran or something, I agree with you, Chico. <laughs>
3: There are no cartoons in the Quran There's, just, <laughs> there's <laughs> absolutely no That's cartoons That's like the number in the one in the, the Quran No <laughs> cartoons
1: Anyways, um, I heard that you guys both yeah, yeah, do yeah. A semi-decent impression of me singing yeah, I wanted to I'm see if on the, the podcast me. If the three of us could do it And then if people at home could figure out Which one was actually me or not Okay,
0: okay.
3: <laughs> But don't you forget Cause I won't I remember everything you said Oh, that was amazing! Okay.
1: Anonymous person. Yeah. Maybe me. Whoever that was 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 good.
3: Uh, Now you're the second guy. I'm gonna rewrite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Slit
4: my throat! (laughs) Shoot me with your gun (laughs) I just think it makes sense that way. (laughs) Yeah because It does. Because then it's like, I want you to kill me (laughs) rather than slit my throat, tell me I'm the one. Like it's artistically yeah. great juxtaposition, yeah. but it takes it
1: takes a turn halfway through. It's a through huge it. turn. It's like let's see this through to the end. slit my throat and then and then shoot me with your gun. Is as yeah, if, yeah, yeah, as yeah. if slitting me with, me with, with your, your throat let's was get, not was good not enough, enough? Jeffrey, Dahmer, to get
3: the <laughs> job to Yeah, it was not enough the first time.
1: All right, well uh, now let's hear the third guy. You win. Oh, well, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, the third guy. <laughs> I'm so fucking angry, and everyone doesn't love me enough. That was my impression. Yeah. Um, hey, hey, man. Well. Uh, let's, uh, I'm going to uh,
3: read the Bible. Uh, come uh, on. Uh, uh, oh, I can't do you talking.
1: Right? I can't do you talking. Let's bring to the stage the other members of Commitus, Ryan Wagner and Jack DeMail. They're going to do some comedy for us.
3: Slit my throat. Slit my throat. Shoot me with your gun. <laughs> Test, test, test. We like. Hey, Jack. Do you oh. mind? Or ma- do you mind playing a little, a couple a bit of our warm up chords? Oh hell yeah! Ooh. Yeah, we we do a little thing uh, first. This is totally real. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <Comedus> Interruptus. interrupt <laughs> Hey guys.
4: Um, so we were gonna do improv for y'all, but um, instead, I was hoping you'd kind of indulge us. Um, I wrote a screenplay. Yeah. Um, so I, we're gonna just do a quick table read of uh, this full 120-page screenplay. As long as that's all right with you all, um, it, it reads much faster than it sounds. Yeah, it won't be that long. But um, the fucking stupid thing is, I totally forgot the name. Do you guys want to sit down? I just yeah. Did you want to stand? I'll find it. All right. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm. I'm so embarrassed because like we have like this whole written screenplay, but I I did forget the name. So can you guys remind me what is the name of the the screenplay I wrote? Does anyone remember? Anyone have any ideas for what?
2: Martini Tom and his three lovely ladies. <sighs>
4: yeah, that was it. <laughs> that was it. Uh, Martini Tom and his three lovely ladies. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I just gotta take it out of my backpack.
5: Oh, I like how it looks. <laughs> my backpack. Yeah, it's a lot of hella Kitty no, stuff. Not the script, like the. Kinda, yeah.
4: Excuse me, Chico. A lot of helicopters stickers. Um, all right, what was it? Martini Tom and Martin his three lovely ladies. And is three lovely ladies. It's, a, it's like a anthology.
5: Thank you everyone for being here. For Ryan,
4: <laughs> yeah, this is very nice. And, yeah. and at the end, we will take um, a couple uh, uh, comments from you guys for like suggestions for rewrites. This one um, too. Yeah, but I, would, I will yeah. need that. How much? How much time do we
1: have? Uh, I believe Chico, you have to. It's seven thirty now.
4: Yeah, I gotta leave in like 20 minutes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Okay. Six pages a minute. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, this is gonna be very fast. Pay attention. <laughs> All right. Uh, Martini Tom and his three lovely ladies by Ryan Wagner. Just let me turn the page here. All right. Uh, interior. Martini Tom's bedroom. Morning.
2: <sighs>
4: An alarm clock goes off. That sounds just like a yawn. <gasps> uh. Martini Tom smacks the alarm clock and it screams. (laughs) Martini Tom gets out of bed and greets the morning the same way he does every morning.
3: Yes! Yes! (laughs) Uh.
4: Interior. Stairwell. Continuous. Martini Tom, barely dressed, is running down the stairs uh, putting on all all of his clothes Uh, because he's late.
5: Get to work!
4: exterior, Martini Tom's apartment. New York is kind of like a city in this story. <laughs> or, I the character. It's very much a city. Um, Martini Tom greets New York the same way that he does every morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, shut the fuck up! Chris, get out of my office! It's Chris, his handsome but very confused best friend.
3: I told you, I think this is my house now.
5: I can hardly understand you with that thick Italian accent. I was born and raised, born and raised, baby. Can you just step out? The pasta's making my room smell. Yeah, Sorry, I'm eating naked in my underwear. (laughs) Didn't you, weren't you supposed to be working on that project for Dr. Rick? Dr. Rick? Yeah, the new guy, the new boss.
3: Dr. Rick hasn't been by in 40 years.
5: (laughs) What are you, what are you talking about? Martini Tom, <laughs> hang on, are you telling me this whole time I thought I was working for a man who who doesn't work here anymore? Martini Tom, you've been coming in here every day, slinging a martini on your back and drinking it like it's mother's milk. Chris, you put that pasta right down. Okay, you and I are going on a little journey. Uh, cut
4: to interior arcade uh, later. The two play a a foosball game. Um, It seems like they forgot what
5: they were supposed to be doing. Hey, no spinning, no spinning. Dude, I used to be the best at that game before I married Shannon. Yeah, Shannon's a bitch. I know. Are
4: you guys done with this fucking um, <laughs> arcade game, man? My friends and I have been waiting for hours. Hey,
3: kid, uh, you gotta—you can't be here. We're much older than
5: you. Well, we got Wait. like one more game. Just give us one more game.
4: This arcade has an age limit. You guys look way older than seventeen. Yeah, we're well, This table 17.
5: has a height limit. Back
3: up. <laughs> yeah, uh, and an attitude limit. So get a <laughs> yeah, load yeah. of this and flipping you off.
4: I'm gonna, I'm gonna go tell my mom.
5: Hey, he,
3: he's. Hang on a Can sec, be, Chris. Yeah.
5: Is it just me, or seeing that little kid make you kind of wish you had a son?
3: No, I do have a son. You do? Wait, what did you
5: say? Chris, I, I'm i jealous of you and your family. You guys, you're the model homestead, and I want a boy of my own, I I think. I yeah, mean, Yeah, I mean, he's, he's okay. I don't really see him that much. I mean, he looks just like you. He's a great baseball player. He's yeah, got he, beautiful eyes. Yeah, but he has that thing with his arm, and he can't really spell good. Well, Chris... What if, just on the chance, I have a child whose arm is normal? Do you think I could love him as my own?
3: Yeah, yeah. I just I don't would know from my own experience. I got a really just messed up one. Martini
4: Tom didn't even listen. He was already out the door because Martini Tom needed to find a son. <laughs> End of Act One. It oh. took, yeah, please clap at this yes, point. Yes. Interior adoption agency later that day. Martini Tom approaches the counter and, uh, and there's a, a, a lady behind the counter uh, with very thick glasses.
5: Shannon. Hello, sir. Would you like a son? <laughs> Shannon, you can call me Martini Tom. It's me. Martini Tom from college? The one who stood
4: me up? You took me for a spin in your Porsche. You never called me back
5: <sighs> Shannon, you I... said you had to be home by 10. I did have to be home by 10. But you were never home again. Well, I'm here for something else. What, Tom? Remember how you always wanted a son? Of course. I've come around. Okay.
4: Martini Tom you. notices that her stomach appears pregnant, almost like it's been developing a baby since college.
5: You're not, oh. uh. Uh. Spit it out, Tom. You're not like, uh. You don't. You're not pregnant, are you? <laughs> I've been pregnant since college, Tom
4: I've been prairie-dogging this baby since I was 21 Shannon, I'm more
5: concerned that it hasn't come out yet I know It's amazing what love will do to your body Well, you, you know how the law works I'm not responsible until it exits This baby is five years well, overdue Sh- Shannon, it's not my problem until it leaves your vagina I'm waiting for us to get married, Tom You always were uh, very prim, young girl <laughs> I remember the look in your eyes on prom night.
4: I still can be that girl from prom night, Tom. That girl with... You don't still have that dress. I have that dress right here. You don't still have that corsage. Let me stand up for you. I'm wearing it. Hey, hurry up! There's a lot of people behind them in <laughs> yeah. line.
5: This will have to wait.
4: No, it won't. I'll quit my position right now if you give me the word. Just say you'll marry me, but ask me, because I don't want to be the one who asks. But he couldn't, because there were two other lovely ladies in his life, both that he needed to talk to before he made a commitment like this.
5: Shannon, I'm on the verge of saying yes, but you know me. I'll be back for you, okay? Just... Just don't forget me. Exterior. Adoption Agency.
4: Uh, continuous. Martini Tom sprints out the door. Cut to exterior park. Continuous. Martini Tom runs through the park. He trips on a scooter and bangs his face against oh, the cement.
3: holy fuck! Jesus Christ!
5: Oh, Whose scooter is this?
4: Hey. That's oh. my scooter. Oh my god. It's Stephanie.
3: Martini Tom... I can't see. It hit my eye. Who it's, is it? Fucking guess by my voice.
5: <laughs> Stephanie. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing at the park so late?
3: I'm horny. <laughs> you knew I'd be here, huh? Yeah, I knew you were gonna be running through this fucking park. Listen, Stephanie, I
5: what? I can't do this. Okay, it's it's just too much for me.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. is this
4: too much for you? Oh my <laughs> god. She plays a quick snare drum and. <laughs> Martini Tom he is so impressed. What a what a buzz roll.
3: Oh. Hey, Martini Tom, what about this?
0: She unbuttons her blouse, <laughs> and,
2: and Martini
4: Tom notices a protrusion from her stomach, one that looks nine years old.
5: Shannon, I mean, sorry, <laughs> Stephanie, are, are the, you? Who fuck is Shannon? <laughs> no one, no one. I just, this is the first time I've no. do you have like an Audi belly button?
3: No, I'm pregnant, Martini Tom. <laughs> pregnant? <laughs> yeah. With, With your baby. I've been sucking up this lollipop for nine years. Stephanie, uh, forgive me if I'm forward, but why isn't it out of your body yet? Why isn't it out of my body? Because you're not in my life. Does that work? Shannon, I'm married and you know that. Yeah, but your wife is... A bitch. Everyone says that.
5: Stephanie, you know I love you, okay? You know
3: I love you. Yeah, I know I, 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 so I, I love like you so much. Just Martini hold Martini, me like you used Martini, to. Martini, yeah,
4: but he couldn't because there was one more woman that he needed to talk to. <laughs> Stephanie, I
3: got to catch up with an old friend. Okay, well, this baby is coming out soon. <laughs> I'll be back. Okay.
4: Martini Tom sprints until <laughs> he reaches exterior. <gasps> Aunt Tom's house. Uh Martini Tom pushes the door open and runs into interior, Aunt Tom's apartment stairwell. Martini Tom runs up the stairs. Over and over again, so many stairs until he reaches exterior, Aunt Tom's apartment door. Aunt Tom!
5: Aunt Tom!
4: Yes? Martini?
5: It's me, your nephew.
4: Mart- I know, I know your voice. Are I you- know your footsteps. I know everything about you, Martini.
5: Are you dressed?
4: No. <laughs> you are in anyway. We're family, Aunt Tom, boy. I am
5: not coming in until you put your gown on.
4: Okay, I'll put it on.
5: Why is the door locked?
0: I'm
4: putting it
5: on. <laughs> no. Babe, who's at the door? Um, Tom who's at the door. It's, Who is that?
4: Um wait, okay. It's um it's my nephew and it's my um
3: <coughs> what are you? I don't know. F- lover. It's
4: it's I, it's complicated. It's my lover, but we also just met, so I'm not too attached to him.
5: You can just say it's my uncle. Okay, it's your uncle.
1: Okay. Hi, Uncle Ray. Hey Martini.
3: It's nice to hear your voice again. <laughs> uh nice to see you too.
5: I don't mean to interrupt, I just need to have a quick conversation with I man. know, let me go get some clothes on. Yeah. I'm just going to wait outside the door. Oh, look, come come it, on in. I'm waiting, okay? The come, place looks... Come
3: in. I'm clothed. Right, I'm fine. fully dressed. Tom.
5: All right, I'm coming in. Jesus Christ!
4: <laughs> she wasn't dressed. <laughs> he, he walks into interior Aunt Tom's uh, apartment. Martini Tom takes a moment to look around the room. It's more of the same that he would expect from Aunt Tom. <laughs> a bunch of old clocks. A couple discarded Babe Ruth wrappers. But something new.
5: A crib? Where'd you get that crib?
4: I bought it. From, uh, Babies R Us. You know the store. It's, uh, it's sometimes yeah, attached yeah, yeah, yeah. to Tom's R Us, a, yeah.
3: We gotta register there, cause, uh, surprise.
4: I'm pregnant, Tom, I'm pregnant. We're getting
3: a baby. Oh my
4: god. At 60
5: years old, can you believe it? And Tom, so hap- Uncle Ray,
3: I'm yeah. really
5: happy for you guys. Thanks, Martini. Was it planned? No. Oh. We haven't been using protection for four four or five weeks. You guys must be so happy. I'm going to have a little cousin. Is it a boy or a girl? Do you know? Um, uh, Girl. Girl.
4: (laughs) Martini Tom, in a a moment of pure jubilation, walks around the room and feels very good about the situation. (laughs) At least his decision has been made a little easier. Until he notices a piece of paper sticking out of a drawer. (laughs)
5: Hang on a second. This piece of paper,
4: this Oh
3: no, 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 no. He sees at
4: the top of the paper it says notice of sterility and Uncle Ray's name is who it's addressed to. No, 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 no. It says you're sterile. Oh, no, 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 no. are sterile, Uncle Ray. And whose baby is this, huh? And then he remembers. Interior. Martini Tom's childhood room. Morning. Flashback.
3: Oh
2: my
4: god. Martini Tom finishes eating out his aunt. (laughs) um, Which is what that sound effect was. (laughs) Give me some kisses, baby. (laughs) Give Auntie some kisses. I need to brush my teeth. No, you don't. I don't care about that stuff, Martini.
5: Mom!
2: Mom! No, no, just touch me. You cut
4: back to uh, interior and. Tom's apartment. Oh my god. Present day. Oh, my god. oh no, 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 oh, no. I think I no, remember. No. No.
3: Uncle Ray,
5: Uncle Ray, you gotta step out of the room.
3: Okay, I'm stepping out right.
5: Can you just get dressed while you're out there too?
3: I don't know. I don't know where I keep my clothes. You're in your own room. Oh, right, right,
4: right. <laughs> uh, you. Uh, 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 the next day. Interior. Martini Tom's apartment. He hangs a banner that says, happy reverse Mamma Mia situation. <laughs> he prepares a bowl of chips with some salsa and uh, awaits the arrival of his, his three
5: suitors. Even though I haven't seen that movie, I'm sure they're going to love it. <laughs> clunk, clunk, gong gong clunk, clunk. Who's there? It's Chris. Uh, come on in. Hey,
3: real quick before any of those lovely it ladies come. It
5: smells like pasta in here, Chris. Hey! It's not my fault I'm always eating raggatoni. Dude, I love you, man. As much as I hate you, I fucking love
4: you. Martini Tom quietly looks up ragatoni on his phone and realizes it's not even
3: a type of pasta. Listen, Martini, I gotta quickly explain to you the plot of uh, Mamma Mia before any of these women come.
5: Yeah, go ahead. I'm just checking something out. In the bitch, movie sorry. version of
3: Mamma Mia, Meryl Streep definitely had a baby with either Pierce Bronznan or two other guys. And the daughter's Amanda Seyfried. The winner takes it all, you feel? Right. The winner takes it all! You're the movie The loser has of all. I'm just, everyone knows that movie. It's a stage musical, longest running. They're all gonna come in here. You gotta pick which baby you wanna raise. Martini, er, Chris grabs something
4: from his pocket, throws it on the ground, and disappears in a flash of smoke.
5: Oh my god, I always Remember. knew there was something about those Italians. Remember the pasta? Oh,
4: ragatoni, ragatoni. <laughs> He starts writing ragatoni all over his walls. He doesn't know what it means, but it feels relevant. Ragatoni, ragatoni. rag-a-toni. And just then, three simultaneous knocks don't, on don't, his don't. door. Come,
5: Come, in. On. Come in.
4: The door opens, and standing there are his three options. Hello. They all introduce themselves.
1: Ryan, the uh, name in the script is a little fuzzy. It's what was Chant, the...
3: doesn't and there's the
4: type of, it's Shannon it's, Sh- Sh- it's not Sharon I'm Shannon
5: It's me Shannon Shannon I'm still pregnant
3: next hi once again Stephanie nine years pregnant
5: <laughs> Oh uh Shannon Stephanie
3: Stephanie Shannon and finally
4: and Tom <laughs> I'm ready to take your order
3: Tom. hey I also came too with Uncle Ray uh, mar-
4: uh, Martini Tom lets them all in the house they're all wearing full men's tuxedos. Uh, They sit down at a table and Martini Tom hands them all a piece of paper on which he's written instructions.
5: Okay. Number one. State your name. You already did that. Number two. Uh, When are you due?
3: Stephanie? Nine years ago. Shannon? Five years ago. (laughs) Auntie?
4: Whenever you want, baby. Whenever
0: you want.
3: Step three. Hey, wait, real quick. You mind if I take off my
5: tuxedo? As long as there's something beneath it. (laughs) There's not. Don't. It's too late. (sighs) All right. I guess everybody has to do it. (laughs) I'll do it.
2: Mine's rip off. All right. (laughs) Rip it off.
5: (laughs) Listen, all of you, you know I love you all very much in different ways, Auntie. Um, And uh, I stand my... uh, Ryan, I can't read that. Sorry? I can't read that, I
4: think. Uh... I stand on top of this table and and sing the song. From Mamma Mia? From Mamma Mia.
5: I stand on the table and sing the song from Mamma Mia.
4: Yeah. Um, and from there it says, but I can't uh, get the words out of my mouth. I think until I have the I'm...
5: wrong paper because mine doesn't say any. Oh, is that from the pink?
4: Yeah, that's a pink page. I think I have
3: two of this one. Okay. Yours says Here you go.
5: Page three, and you already have a page. three. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Take that one. Thanks. Yeah, I was on a lot of Adderall when I wrote this. It was just kind of no, stressed,
5: I'm all fucked up in terms of placement. <laughs> no, I know. And and me should too. we go back to the name Can thing? I have a carrot? Should we start over? I just want to carrot. <laughs> okay. Yeah, take a carrot. I know what would be funny, like in the script. What what could happen? What? Like if Martini Tom, you know how earlier you had that awesome line about uh-huh. like his decision legally is not his obligation to take care of a child until it's out of the vagina, right? Mm-hmm. It'd be funny oh. if he came back again and he was like, "I'm not gonna deal with you guys until." No, that is what I read. That that's right there. Oh, that's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah right. It's right. the next page. It's not highlighted. I didn't. <laughs> None no, of it's highlighted. Okay, okay, okay. I'm here. I'm here. Sorry, we're back. Can we go? States. All right. Are these dates or a
4: face. me. All right, guys. We're so... <laughs> close to wrapping this up. Can I go off the phone? Uh. So Martini Tom is uh, uh, faced with a very important decision, but he has one final
5: piece of criteria uh, uh, to provide. Listen, you three, I love you all in different ways, but I'm not taking care of any child until it's exited, you know? I'm giving birth right now. Oh, my God, Stephanie, someone help her. (laughs) But they can't, because so is my water, bro. No, 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 no. Shannon, are you okay? Uh, uh, Auntie? What about Auntie?
3: I don't know what to do. Hey, I'm just crapping my pants over here. This isn't in my job. The level
4: of of water in the room slowly rises (sighs) until they all tread water, struggling to keep their chins above the the, the tide.
0: (laughs) The trachea chips!
5: The trachea
4: chips! (laughs) And suddenly, in one large poof of smoke, (laughs) Chris appears. Hey, guys. Uh... Everything freezes. And Chris really nicely wraps it all up. Give me a beat
3: i'm here to wrap it all up everybody get out your gluck baby for you and a baby for me raise them a baby happy family lesson of the story it's today lesson of my heart hip hip hooray martini tom and his three lovely ladies everybody's going 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 crazy
4: so as you can see, I did get sort of lazy at the end, and 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 though that doesn't make no, any sense. it was sense, good. It was good. So we're gonna just skip ahead to the, the you know the final page. Uh, okay. Two miscarriages. <laughs> uh, and 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 one baby. remaining baby. One normal baby. What makes kind of the decision for him? His arm is fine. Yeah, his arm is <laughs> fine. And uh, and this is the part where Martini, Martini Tom uh, has to name. The baby.
5: Oh, what to name him? List of saints. Um, Joe. He, Martini
4: Tom flips through the Bible. Joe, uh, Gabriel. Look, sure. Yeah, and um, Obadiah. I always like that Until, he, until he looks up and sees what he's written on the wall. Ragatoni. <laughs> Ragatoni. What do you think, Auntie? I think it really rolls off the tongue. A wonderful name for our child, darling. I always love spaghetti. The two share one final embrace Lady and the Tramp style where they slip up one piece of ragatoni until their mouths are connected. The, the end. That's Martini Tom and his his lovely three ladies. lovely ladies. Uh, thank you all for listening. We, thank you, guys, you know, I, so much. I have, you know, I've workshopped this uh, a fair amount, actually, so it is sort of final. I don't have a ton of time to change a lot of elements, but can we open
3: it up just for, for um, questions? Absolutely. Is questions <clears throat> in the crowd? Um, particularly from the seven people that just walked No
5: in. pictures, please. Gonna... No pictures.
3: <laughs> no pictures. It's mostly about plot right now, if anyone has any plot <laughs> questions.
4: Yeah. Also, if anyone has a, a rich dad or anything, yeah. we are trying to make this uh, and would like a to avoid feature. a Kickstarter. Yeah.
3: Also, we does we anyone are... have a dollar? I need a dollar I have a question Yes Do you remember the names Of the other two actors Who played the fathers In Malamia I need to know Oh Pierce
2: Bronznan Colin Firth
3: And And Antonio Banderas Don Cheadle Don
4: Cheadle
2: Don Don Cheadle
4: Cheadle. This reporter Uh, We have time for one more question If anyone does uh, I don't want to know anything, anything. Goes, really. about the process. You know, because we did all kind of contribute. I, we to We sort it.
5: of have a thing we say: there are no stupid questions. Sorry, I was yes, sir.
1: Uh, oh, okay. Sure. For the podcast.
5: And can you say your name, please? Hi, this is Massimo Napoli. Um, hey, I was really interested in that rap there at mm. the end. Um, sure. I was wondering if sure. who you got to compose that. Oh, sure, 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 sure.
3: Sure. It was Kenny sure. Chesney, and it was a little outside of his <laughs> comfort zone. Yeah, um, but I I worked very closely with him a lot of time in the studio and yeah. it, and it felt like what I gathered is he's not fully with it. No, he he
4: is suffering from uh, you know early onset. Yeah, but so,
3: great guy, and, such a great
4: guy, and great, and great lyricist. Not so. sure
5: what early onset something. He just <laughs> won't say he, it.
4: yeah he won't tell us what it is. He just keep he always stops a sentence right in the middle. <laughs> he always
5: forgets he's about to say it.
4: Early <laughs> onset.
3: Um, yeah, probably cancer. Probably cancer. <laughs> In um, case, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, one more
2: question. Yeah, I have a question. Uh, Jensen McRae here, a poet from earlier. Hey, you <laughs> are, uh, my question is, um, so obviously you obviously consulted a lot of scientists to really get the math right. Sure, kind of like the gestation style. period. I'm, um, what, what? I just don't know what university are they accredited to? You know, I'm just curious. Where did they get their education from? Because it's really just sound science. I want to know. Well, I know but,
5: Sarah went to Barnard
3: one of our one of our one one of scientists our, yeah consultant and, and also Suzanne um, was at Phoenix online a lot of them we just scoop them up we set up a booth uh, at yeah. the one physical phoenix campus
1: Oh tell me about that booth <laughs> <laughs>
4: We just we... So we had a booth basically Yeah we but, had a... but Sarah so did, did we go to we Barnard have
3: scientists for
4: science for? Scientist for the gestation facts well, because I mean, we needed we didn't to know anything oh.
2: about
5: it. So it was also oh. a learning experience. Yeah, for believe us. it or not, I,
4: I, I knew very little about the human body going into this project. Uh, and But I do think I learned a lot. Yeah, uh, we, one more, sure. Can we pass her her pass
5: mic? Thank you guys
1: so much. So, um, Martini Tom, oh. what came first, the chicken or the egg? Were you, the alcoholism uh-huh. came <laughs> first or the name?
5: <laughs> So, are you asking me what came first, the chicken or the literally? Wait, no, really he, no, no, no. I think the question is,
4: um, did the character come first, or your real-life alcoholism uh, would, would influence uh, the, the story character. was based on? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: The alcoholism is definitely not something I've ever acknowledged in public, so this is the first time. <sighs> I've Give ever... it
1: up for Chico, really quick, sir. Yeah! yeah!
5: Thank you so much, Chico.
1: Back to the alcoholism.
5: Um, so I am a little <laughs> uncomfortable answering the question, but I'll do it for the sake of you know. I know there are. Inevitably, a few of you in here who will become alcoholics. So, essentially, it has driven my artistic work in a way that I will say is both um, negative and um, dark. So, both negative and dark. Um, but what came first is, of course, the alcoholism. I mean, you can't start from scratch, is what Yeah, I'm we had follow, a follow up to that question.
1: So then what was your name before you became Martini Tom?
3: Martini Tom.
5: That's a very interesting
3: question. I, get this I, guess, every I guess we show. should go to the writer for that yeah, one, that Ryan. <laughs> where, does the, where do you find the name Martini Tom? Uh, well, I, I asked a stranger on the street, uh, tell
4: me a little bit about you. And he told me this very long tale. And, yeah. and in the middle of it, I started daydreaming. Uh-huh. Uh, and I thought of the name Martini Tom. <laughs>
3: I think that's it. I think that's it yeah, for we, us. Yeah, we do
4: have to go to an, another table read of this. Uh, we're pretty fully booked. We're going to be right in the next room. Yeah, we're <laughs> <laughs> doing a, a shrine tour, so... Uh, you can really just follow. Right, yeah.
1: yeah. Give it up for the writers of Martini, Kyle! Thank to Oh, man. I'm so excited for everyone in this room now, but I think I'm most excited for the six people that walked in for the last, like, two minutes of that. That was incredible. Next to the stage, we got, uh, from episode seven, question mark? I don't know. I don't know either, Sabrina Tidal Ball! Yeah. All right, guys, real quick, how this is going to work is, like, I'm going to, we're going to edit it right there, and then I'm going to set all the shit up really quick, and then we're going to go back to, Albert oh, and be like, ah! And then so, like, no one on the podcast will know that there was any lag time, and they'll think that this was a seamless transition. So we're going to set up the stuff real quick. Talk amongst yourselves! Have
5: some delicious snacks. Hi, everybody. This is Chris Martin from Coldplay. Just reaching out to uh, pump up my new single, Walking in the Woods. This is a brand new one using hey. a lot of new instrumentation, and I hope you hear it. Thank you so much.
3: Hey, it's me, the drummer from Coldplay. No one really cares as much, uh, but I'd love to have you. Want to do without the ads? Subscribe to
4: Spotify Premium for only $5.99 a month with student code ASSCUNT.
5: Hey, this is Little Dog. No, oh, I got the
3: Go <laughs> one.
5: Chase has got a really good one. Quiet. On set.
3: What's it called? It's like Tires, Tires. Do you like tires? Get them. Spotify.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just have to check this microphone. Hello. Hello, check, hello, Remember check, Remember when hi. I said we're all going to go back to screaming? We're going to do that right now. Oh! <laughs> I feel like we're in Nickelodeon. We need that, that like, green slime to yeah. come down. Yeah, you're going to get <slimed. laughs>
1: uh. um, Sabrina, thanks for doing this show. Of course. You've done for a show me. tonight already.
0: Yes. How'd it go? It was good. It was good. It was with uh, Madison, who should be here, right there. Hell yeah. And Abby. Madison and Douglas Abby. from
1: episode five. Um, guys, the all-stars are yeah. here from the podcast.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's us. We've um,
1: really Ow. covered a wide variety of <laughs> topics, you guys. We've covered Jesus Christ. We've covered virginity. We've covered Ooh. pasta. We've covered alcoholism. We covered incest very briefly in that scene for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're going to get done with some songs. So thanks, for everybody, for being my friends, because friends are good, according to that poster up there, made by Michael Armstrong. Um, yeah, yeah give it up, Michael dope Armstrong. Ass
0: haircut? Oh, my he God. He was on episode eight wow. or nine or
1: something. Okay, so Sabrina's going to do some music songs for us. Some
0: music songs. Thanks, a girl. A few, like three or four. It's like, it's like, it's like 3.4 of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go, everybody. One, two, three, go! big mood change right now. He's your good guy he used to love you said if I- Talk so much more than I do. Ah, it's the highlight I was convincing. Ain't much more, it's so not you. We're gonna for Curtis and Elliot yeah. and back Thanks for having us back in. Um, these are all like mostly new songs. I, ha- I haven't played that for anybody before. So this is like this time. Um, yeah, and this next one, it's called This Body. Um, I forgot what it felt like to come back and like get catcalled when I'm walking into my house and walking to class and all that. Um, my friends were having the same stuff happening to them so I was very angry and I wrote this song about it. Uh, I've never played it before but so yeah This Body Don't size me up Just say my name I wanna hear it fall down your chin Dribble like paint. Say Don't care what you think, don't call me Barbie. Does it look like I own a fucking thing in pink? shadow of a model and it's an aching hold on the side One more um and this is a song i wrote for my brother and sister because i love them like an unimaginable amount and i have a hard time expressing it sometimes so yeah this song's called smoke by the bank But he is as bright are like a river and I am on a ride. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Oh no! oh! Give it up for Sabrina!
1: Yeah! And Curtis Green and Elliot Siegel. Excellent players. You guys fucking crushed it. Thanks for coming to Happy Sad Talk thing, everybody. That's the whole evening. I really appreciate you guys coming. We had some fucking awesome poetry tonight. Give it up one more time for Jensen McRae! Give it one more time for Acts of the Apostles. That was the Bible reading tonight. Yay! Give it up for Jack DeMeo, Chase Rosenberg, Ryan Wagner, and Chico. I don't remember his last name. Chico Antonio. <laughs> Antonio Digo! All of them! Alright, and give it up for Sabrina one more time. You guys are great. Happy Sad Talk thing forever. Also, the Nova Darlings are playing uh, at 10pm at 1184 West 24th Street, if you guys want to rock out. Um, but yeah, okay, so in Catholic school, they used to say, uh, God is good, and then all the students would say, all the time, all the time. and then, yeah, and then they would say, all the time, and then they say, God is good, because that poster says, friends are good, we're gonna do it with friends are good, so I'm gonna say, friends are good, you guys are gonna say, all the time, and then we're gonna flip it, friends are good, all the time, all the time, friends are good, I love you guys, have a good night.